Can Donkey Kong Jr. save his papa from Mario's prison? Welcome to Nostalgia, a chronological exploration of every NES game released in North America. I'm Mike. And I'm Sean. And it's just the two of us for the rest of the Donkey Kong ride. <laughs> for some reason, they don't, uh, our, our other uh, castmates uh, don't they, really want to talk about Donkey they Kong. They don't like Donkey Kong. I want to get off Donkey Kong Wild Ride. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be on it anymore. Uh, I don't know. Mario has now gone insane and has, has set up a prison. Uh, yeah. But you know what? Something I want to talk about real fast before we even, I, I assume people are familiar we will talk about the objective but where where does this game take place this game takes place in mario's sub uh sub uh brooklyn dungeon yeah it's like the jungle <laughs> it's the jungle but also like a weird like techno technologically advanced area and uh, like you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I right? do know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, it's it's incredibly strange. And also, Mario captured Donkey Kong, right? Because mm-hmm. he doesn't like animals or whatever. <laughs> That's his pet animal or whatever, right? He captured him as like a form of punishment. But then he's releasing animals. Yeah, like like half just face crocodiles, <laughs> just the faces <laughs> of the crocodiles, and he's releasing them at Donkey Kong Junior. So it's like, I what? mean, that's a means to an end. Anyway, I think we need to talk a little bit about how we usually do this, uh, because if this is your first episode, I'm sorry. Second (laughs) off, if this is your first episode, please listen to, like, Super Mario Brothers or Donkey Kong before you... You can't just come in Donkey Kong Jr. Yeah, this isn't isn't fair to us. Yeah, this is improper. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, let's do uh, first impressions. Yeah. Yeah, what do you got? Okay. Um, so I think that my first impression was like, okay, this is a pretty cool way to do a sequel. Um, it's not an improvement <laughs> at all on the first game, but at least it wasn't just like, all right, let's just do more levels. Yeah. It, it was an actual like it was something novel, it was something new. Um, but it was not as fun or as memorable as Donkey Kong. Yeah, I think for me, the first impression, even like my, I remember my very first impression of Dungeon Jr. was just like, this is really strange yeah. that Mario, like, you know, because I mean, at the, you know, it's not my first game. Like, I, yeah. I knew Mario before, so this is like really strange. Mario's the villain. Donkey Kong is locked up. So you're forced to play as Donkey Kong Jr. And if there's one thing I'll reward this game for, it is that they, you know, the first game kind of defines platform games. With its ability to jump over obstacles and land on platforms it. and stuff like that. This one, it finds a totally different way to do the platforming. And I just think that that's got to be uh, appreciated a little bit. Like, I, I definitely thought that it was neat that they didn't just do uh, another, like, oh, Donkey Kong's escaped and this time it's harder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that Like, I, I think that the introduction of vines or whatever um, they use in the later levels. Yeah, um, chains. Yeah. At uh, one point, there's just chains. <laughs> And, like, there's actually some mechanical depth to them, too, in that you can decide whether you want to hold on to one or two right. to go fast or slow, um, but also be more open to attacks. 
uh, or, or just obstacles, I mean. While we're on the subject, too, of, like, where they could have taken this game, imagine if it was, like, oh, you thought Donkey Kong was bad? Wait till you see Donkey Kong Jr., and they made Donkey Kong Jr. the like villain. The psychopath. Of- <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, he's the new villain, and Mario is now has to, like, Donkey Kong Jr. is even worse. You know? It's like, that. Uh, they could have done that. They could have. Yeah. I'm glad that they didn't do that either. I'm glad that you actually play as Donkey Kong in this one. Well, Donkey Kong Jr. Yeah. Uh, so... I guess we'll go through the objective real fast. It seems pretty obvious at this point. Mario has stolen, has kidnapped, uh, prisoned. I don't know. It's like he's done the same thing that <laughs> happened to his his girlfriend, Pauline, in the first one. And now he's like, I'm going to lock up Dunga. I'm going to show him who's boss. You know what I think happened? I think that uh, Pauline has left Mario and this is his way of taking it out. On Donkey Kong. He's lashing it on Donkey Kong. But apparently sometime between Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Jr., Donkey Kong had a girlfriend or a wife or something mm. and gave birth to Donkey Kong Jr. And Donkey Kong Jr. is pretty pissed that Mario imprisoned his dad. So he's going to try and save him from that yes. by collecting keys, uh, which is only really obvious in the final level. Yeah. Uh, in the other in the other ones, it's just like the key is directly at the part where the level would usually end anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, so I think, well, yeah, you're You right. don't associate yeah. it with collecting the key. You just associate it with getting to the end of the stage. Yeah, it would yeah. be interesting if the key was at like a different part of the level, but it's not. No. So it's very similar to Donkey Kong. Instead, you're just going from point A to the top of the level. So this way you can get to the key and open and free Donkey Kong. However, Mario just like immediately... Seals them up again and <laughs> again, uh, takes them to the next This part. Groundhog Day nightmare situation where uh, everything that you do just gets wiped out and you have to do it again. But I think uh, it's 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 funny that not, it's not funny at all. It's not funny. <laughs> Nothing is funny about an ape being imprisoned. OK, I don't want PETA on us. Right? OK. I like how they uh, they kept the. They they kept the blueprint of uh, the level progression uh, the same between uh, Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Jr. Um, you've got three levels of, of varying difficulty and uh, mechanical enhancement, I guess. And then the third one is like that. It's it's kind of a, a set piece, if you can call it that. In mm-hmm. that in the first one, you had to get all of the, the weak points of the structure. And in this one, you have to get all of the uh keys up the up the string or whatever up the chain i yeah. think it is yeah where it's like you have all these separate objectives before you actually can do the main one yeah and as you were alluding to with the gameplay it is cool how like uh you know like you go up one uh branch or whatever you want to call them one yeah. tree vine and you go kind of slow but if you kind of like extend yourself between both of them if you hold on to two vines you can go up like kind of fast but then you risk the you know go, Get getting hit by on one or, or yeah. a bird will hit you right and there's some good enemies in this one yeah. better than the uh, barrels and fire in Donkey Kong this one has the crocodiles that just like have a one-way path between you know they're very easy to avoid mm-hmm. the birds are a little uh tedious because they'll kind of be directly above you but then they also drop those eggs oh yeah the eggs. and they seem to when they when they make a turnaround they seem to just go on whatever level you're currently on yeah so if you are on like halfway through the stage it'll meet you at halfway through the stage so then you either choose to climb up or climb down nothing that's like cheap yeah but it is all about the weaponization of animals 
Just yeah. throwing animals at you. Yeah, and then later electricity. Yeah, for uh, some reason. Yeah, I don't really know the story. I mean, like, we can go level by level if yeah. we want. Uh, the first one is, uh, I guess, just like an introduction where the beginning is kind of boring and you're just moving across platforms. Yep. And then you get to go on to the, uh, you, you get to test out that those new features with the uh, with the vines. And um, is it the second one or is it the third one where you go into... You, you go into Tron land. No, that's the third one. That's yeah. the third so, one. So the second one has the um, has the weird like yellow. Oh, yeah. Sponge like things that move on the platforms mm-hmm. that like you jump onto and then they drop you a little bit. Yeah. But otherwise they look like they're unreachable. <laughs> uh, it's not great design. It's yeah. definitely different. Uh, and again, it's one of those things where like the difficulty between the first level and the second level is definitely a, a big ramp. So this mm-hmm. way it's like, hey, that was just to teach you how to play the game. Now that you know how to play. Give us all your quarters. Yeah, die. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you were lucky enough to get through the second level, which, again, like these games aren't hard. They're easy to be beat. But if once you get through that second level, the third level is like the Tron world you were alluding to where it's like the electricity yeah. and stuff going by. But it's not hard it's not hard it's just it's just if anything the thing that i found myself like stupidly getting killed on was i would see the blue guy coming really fast down the way and i'd be like oh i gotta jump over him and then i'd get hit by the guy above me (laughs) i wouldn't even be looking at anything else i'd just be focusing on the blue guy so that's just like it's a dumb way to lose a quarter so i'm glad that i have the nes version to save me from but then again, spending any more money on this game. <laughs> one thing we didn't talk about is so let's say these games were probably like what forty bucks somewhere around there, somewhere yeah. around forty bucks, right? In in nineteen eighty six, yeah. How many quarters? Like that's a lot of quarters. In order for this game to be worth it, yeah. Instead of just going to how the how many arcade? times did you have to play Dunkin' Young Junior? Oh wow, I guess uh, like a hundred. <laughs> I think that would be uh, if it was twenty five dollars, Mike. But uh, it's it's somewhere between. <laughs> I didn't do the math that fast. I just I just figured you have to play it a lot. Like you have yeah. to really like it. Yeah, you have to really like this game to, for it to be worth it. But there's like a, you know there's a rate of return on this game, which is great. You can't say the same for uh, other games that didn't get the arcade port treatment. Mm-hmm. But at that point, at this point in Nintendo's lifespan. Everything pretty much has a arcade game except for Gyromite and Stack Up. Oh God, don't bring that up. Again. Yeah, I'm sorry. That, I thought we were done with Rob, but we're never done with Rob. We're never done with Rob. Um, okay, so that's the Tron World. Yeah, uh, you're, and just because I feel like we kind of talked about that one real fast. You're dodging electricity, and there's like these. It. It's, it's very just, simple. Yeah, very level. simple stages because it's just bars that you go up from one side the, to the, the other. Only notif- the only notable thing about that level is just how out of place it seems. Yeah, it's almost like. He brought him, you know, like he took him to the jungle and then was like, wait, real fast. <laughs> like, come back. Yeah, come, come back. back to, come back to the city. I got this really cool place. It's not done yet. It's a it's a it's a nightclub or something. Yeah. Uh, so then after that, now we get to the final level, which is what you were talking about earlier, where like all the keys are at the bottom of the stage and you have to, you know, by climbing the vines, push them up and unlock uh, Donkey Kong's cage. So this way he can be free. Yes. How did you feel about that level? <laughs> <laughs> How did that make you feel when you freed Donkey Kong? It was fine. Yeah, uh, better be fine. Yeah, mm. it wasn't. Uh, I didn't feel like I didn't feel as uh, set successful as when I finally got the girl. 
Yeah, it's not as rewarding. Yeah, because but I guess that's because I'm not a gorilla. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I almost feel like this is you know like a Planet of the Apes game. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's very strange. And in the arcade version, Donkey Kong actually like kicks Mario. Oh, like really hard. <laughs> well, like you know what? I guess Mario has been kind of a dick throughout this entire game. Yeah. So I maybe if I got really the arcade, if, yeah, if I got the arcade version and saw. Him kick Mario. I I probably like it better. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't feel at this point in my um, <laughs> NES canon. I don't associate Mario with any feelings really. Yeah, like, it's just there. Yeah, there's a lot of jobs. It is weird though if you think about like Super Mario Brothers coming out before this, and most kids probably play that one first. <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, oh, Dunkey Young Junior. That seems like a fun. What Mario <laughs> is the villain? What have you done? And you know what. This is the first game where, like, universally he's called Mario, too. There's no jump man. There's no question of his identity. He's Mario. <laughs> wow. And it's his first role as a villain. Wow. This well, must have been, like, that one time that they didn't pay rent at the <laughs> Nintendo of America uh, in um, Seattle. They didn't pay the rent. So their landlord, Mario, was just like, I'm a very mad at you. And they were like, <laughs> and they were just like, yo, you're the you're a villain, dude. Like, you, uh, did you lock up an ape or something? Like, and then they were like, oh, that's a great idea for a game. Let's have Miyamoto develop it. And maybe uh, Sakamoto will do some pixel art. You know, that's Mike? me doing the credits. Mike, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a, a slight hint of uh, of dismissiveness in your tone right now of this game. So, let, let, do you have any other stray thoughts about this game? Yeah, I have. I have some stray thoughts about this game. One is. Forget that we just talked about how random it is that you're now Dung Young Jr. and you got to do all that stuff. My straight thought isn't my own. It's actually coming from Miyamoto in an interview he did with um, Nintendo Magazine for, in the UK. Is this going to be another one of those very vague things? No, he- because unlike Sakamoto, who I was trying to mention did the pixel art for this game or yeah. at least some of it, um, which again, Sakamoto, if you don't know, he's the Metroid guy. Pretty much the guy who's ah, yes. responsible for Metroid. And uh, he did some other stuff uh, for the NES launch games that we talked about, like Wrecking Crew. He was the, the designer behind that and stuff like that. So uh, he gives really weird quotes. But <laughs> Miyamoto here actually gives some good insight into the making of Donkey Kong Jr. here when, uh, when they talk to him. So he says, yes, during Donkey Kong's development, we were already thinking about things that would become DK Jr. and even designing the stages. We had fleshed out all of these ideas, but we couldn't use them in Donkey Kong. So one of my friends who was making the game with me said, we've got all these ideas, why don't we make another game? And Nintendo told me to make a sequel to Donkey Kong. So I wanted Donkey Kong to be the player character in this game. But he is really big. <laughs> so we, it's like it's like the first mention of Nintendo and really big. You know, people want Ridley and Smash, and it's like, oh, he's too big. You know, it's like, this is the first really big. People are like, Donkey Kong in the arcade. And they're like, yeah, too big. <laughs> too big. And they're like, okay, what about Ridley? No, too big. Uh, he's really big. So we couldn't really do an action game with him. We couldn't make the screen the screen scroll or anything. And so we thought, well, let's make a little Donkey Kong to use in place of Mario. We did still want a big Donkey Kong on top of the screen, but of course he couldn't be the main enemy. It couldn't be the son versus the father. So we thought, ah, 
Mario has captured him. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a weird way to come about that. I love it. And, and you know what, though? Like, we were questioning it all, but don't you feel a little better now that you know? Yeah, I, I guess so. There's a little bit of me that's, that feels better now. But they push on. Uh, yeah. the, the magazine pushes on and says, what exactly were you thinking, switching the good guy and bad guy? When you've talked about Donkey Kong elsewhere, you've said that he was not a bad character, that maybe he was just misguided or confused. I mean, yeah. He's a gorilla. Like, <laughs> you know, like, he doesn't have thoughts. Like, he, when he stole you don't Pauline. You know that, Mike. When he stole Pauline, he had no idea what he was doing, okay? Um, so Miyamoto answers that, you know, in, in a way that will shock no one if you're familiar with Miyamoto's affinity for Popeye, okay? Uh, he wanted to make Donkey Kong a Popeye game. We talked about that last week's episode. Eventually, he does get to make a Popeye game, but at this time, he still couldn't make one. They wouldn't give him the rights to it. So he goes, yeah. It's like Popeye. <laughs> At that time, I was originally supposed to be making a Popeye licensed game. But when that fell through, I was still thinking about the relationship between Popeye, Bluto, and Olive Oil. Their relationship is somewhat friendly. They're not enemies. They're friendly rivals. But I needed different characters. The main character, the big strong guy, and the beautiful woman. Well, uh... Olive really isn't a beautiful woman. And he just goes on like a oh whole tangent. God. He goes on a whole tangent about Popeye and completely like disregards the question for the and, most and part. It's kind of insulting anybody and, that may have been attracted to Olive. Right. I mean. But then when he like gets his thoughts back together, Miyamoto fleshes it out with like, what's kind of a mystery is why did I title the game Donkey Kong? <laughs> the main character, the player, was Mario. That much was decided, but really Donkey Kong's personality was the most fleshed out of them all. So I really think it's best to name a character, to name a game after its strongest character. Wow. So he thinks Donkey Kong Jr. is Donkey Kong Jr.'s strongest character. I feel like maybe he didn't know what he was talking about during that entire He just got interview. so distracted by Popeye. I, I kind of <laughs> want to talk to Miyamoto about Popeye. Yeah. You know, because that's a game that we'll be doing very soon. The Popeye mm-hmm. episode is coming up. And uh, it seems like that's all he ever wanted. That's all he ever thinks it's about. It's weird to think that Nintendo yeah. didn't just buy the rights to Popeye <laughs> at this point. Like, they have enough money. They could probably buy the rights to Popeye. So that that's the strayest thought. About that's got to be the strayest thought because we didn't get any answers. I set it up like we were going to get answers. And really, to this day, no one knows why why Mario is the villain in this game. Other than the idea of, like, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter because at that point, Mario wasn't a big deal to us. Like, obviously, Mario's not going to be the villain in Mario Party 11. I mean, that'd be cool. <laughs> Would be pretty cool if you're listening, Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and call into the show. <laughs> Please. <laughs> uh, one other thing I wanted to talk about is the character, Donkey Kong Jr., He's, like, lost to time now. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like maybe he sort of evolved into Diddy Kong. Okay, so, no. (laughs) No, I do know a little more than that, okay? What's interesting is there's two theories right now, okay? So, for what it's worth... (laughs) Oh, you got two theories. Yeah. Donkey Kong Jr.'s last game was Mario Tennis on the N64, okay? Oh, that's it. That's his last appearance. OK, I, I, th- I would have thought that Donkey Kong Jr. Math was his last. Yeah, appearance. no, no, no. So he appears in Donkey Kong Jr. Math. He appears in Super Mario Kart, a game that Donkey Kong does not appear in. OK, Donkey Kong Jr. is in that game, but not Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong Country screws everything up because Donkey Kong Country establishes that Cranky Kong is the original Donkey Kong Whoa. and that the Donkey Kong in that game is his grandson. Okay. Donkey Kong Jr.'s son. Donkey Kong Jr.'s son, right? But then 
in Donkey Kong Country 2, in the manual, Donkey Kong, uh, Cranky Kong is the narrator of the manual and keeps referring to Donkey Kong in that game as his son, which would make Donkey Kong Jr. the current day Donkey Kong, which would be fine because Donkey Kong Jr. would have evolved into Donkey Kong, right? <laughs> and that would so be, and, Dun- and Cranky Kong, and Cranky Kong was the old Donkey this Kong. This is so it all, stupid. It all makes sense when you think about it, but here's where things get crazy. What was his last, what was Donkey Kong Jr.'s last game? Mario Tennis on the N64, a game that features Donkey Kong. <laughs> but this is the same game that has Mario and Baby Mario yeah. in it as well. So I don't think we can take that for canon. And I think I'm going to go ahead and put uh, Donkey Kong Jr. as a 100% lock as the character you play as in Donkey Kong Country. Wow. So the Donkey Kong we know today is Donkey Kong Jr. And the Donkey Kong from the arcade is Cranky Kong. I don't like that idea, but I'll 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 concede it. What would you I... prefer? Donkey Kong Jr.'s dead? No, I I would just Perf- yes, yes. <laughs> and who's Cranky Kong? Cranky Kong just—he's—he's he's Donkey Kong's dad. But like the—is he the arcade Donkey Kong? No, or? no. Donkey Kong is Donkey Kong. Okay, so Donkey Kong's always been Donkey Kong. Everyone, no one ages. No, but like it's not like it's not like the the Green Lantern where it just where it changes all the time. Like, <laughs> right, right. Like he, why would his name be Cranky Kong? Like, like it's like oh, you're you're over a certain age now. You're now cranky you're cranky. Kong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another thing, since we're talking about ages here, how old do you think Mario is in Donkey Kong, the arcade game, and Donkey Kong Junior for that matter? Since they're like direct sequels. Well, I kind of think he's ageless, and he's always just been him. If you had to put an age on him, forty. 40, right? Yeah. Miyamoto, like, laughs about that. He can't believe that we think he's so old. He's like, that guy, he looks like he's in his 20s. He <laughs> you know, like, imagined Mario to just be, like, this bachelor living in Brooklyn. So in his 20s. I'm like, nah, man, you, you know, with the overalls and the mustache <laughs> and the hat and the fact that he's a plumber, you really didn't set him up to be, like, any younger than 40. Yeah, maybe in the, the maybe if he made this game in the 70s. Like, Which raises be... concerns, though, about like a, a man in his forties kidnapping a giant ape and then being chased after by his like son. Is is that that's more concerning? I just think that's concerning that a forty year old. Well, it would be. I guess it would be a little more concerning if it was a twenty year old who had nothing better to do. Like he's got Pauline, but he's like, no, nah, I gotta take care of this girl right now. Like I just need to do this. Well, I guess what all we're all we're really saying is that this. This entire franchise makes no sense. Yeah, this is this is. I'm almost glad that uh, Young Country is like the more established thing. Yeah, and that the arcade games are just like we wanted money. <laughs> uh, so I think like one thing that we need to do now is the essential games list. All right, we're back for the essential games list. Uh, for those of you that don't know, this is basically us just determining if, like, the game is worthy of, like, playing today. So we're not talking about, like, this game originally released in 1982 and released on the NES in 86. That's not what we're concerned about. Was it good then? We've talked about it in length now about, like, the game and stuff like that. What we're thinking about now is, like, it's 2018, okay? Are you playing Young Jr.? Or are you... Going to the movies and watching Infinity War. Wow. You you actually took it off of video games. I took it off of video games for a second, but then I thought about it. I was like, why can't you just do both? Doug like, <laughs> Young Jr. takes five minutes. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's really silly at this point, but trust me, eventually you're going to wonder about other games and be like, are those essential? 
and then you come to us for the answer. But you might as well stick around for our thoughts on if Dung Yang Jr. is essential to the NES. Sean. The answer to that question is no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Joe chimed in again as well. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Joe is is one of our guests on the show. He's he's great. He actually talks. He's very into the games. Yes. Okay. Like more so than anyone, he's the guy who's most likely to vote things essential <laughs> because he just loves old video games. Not that we don't love old video games. I I think that they're fun to like look back on. But I think that I can definitely like determine kind of quickly how I feel about like the essentialness of playing this game again. Like sure. what do you think about people's time. Backlogs are so big now, guys. This is why we're doing this is because do you really have time to go back and play every NES game? No, leave it to us. Yeah. Okay. So here's what Joe has to say. Donkey Kong Jr. definitely has improved game mechanics over its predecessor. It offers a little bit more strategy in the way you move, and there's more variety in the levels, which keeps it from getting too repetitive. But getting repetitive isn't really a concern anyway, because like Donkey Kong, this game is extremely short. In the end, even though it improves over the first game, it still just feels like a decent distraction rather than an essential experience. All right, I'm going to stop you right there, Joe. Um, You said improvement. I mean, I know that like there are new things here, but I wouldn't say it's an improvement. And I know that you if you have nothing to say in response to that, you agree with me. Great. And uh, I also have to beg to differ there. I do not consider Doug Young Jr. an improvement. I don't know if it's just because Donkey Kong is a classic. But I think Dung Young is better. Yeah. And if you want my uh, feelings, even though uh, I think it's decided now that it's not essential because majority rules here, I'm also not going to put it as essential. And I think that it's it's not because it's short, because, I mean, you know, you look at a game like Kung Fu and that's only five levels, but they're five pretty hard levels. So you're not likely to get to the end. Sure, you're likely to get to the end in a game like Donkey Kong or Dungeon Jr. because the difficulty only ramps up every time you complete the game. That said... Donkey Kong Jr. isn't essential to me because I think a lot of the mechanics that worked in Donkey Kong and made that game so fun are completely removed here. They're scrapped here and they're changed for things that, while different and should be applauded for going in a different route after making so much money on the first game, doesn't necessarily make it a better game, doesn't make it a more unique game. It just makes it a different game. You have a game with Donkey Kong and Mario again, but the addition of Donkey Kong Jr. Uh, and being able to play as a Donkey Kong member is kind of cool, if only for the novelty, not yeah. for the essential uh, list. Yeah, this game just just screams uh, like this obviously is the B game. Yeah, and I think like if you like Donkey Kong, you might as well try Donkey Kong Jr. Uh, and I think what we're going to have to determine here is... If you like Donkey Kong and Dung Young Jr., is Should it worth play? it to play Dung Young 3? Yeah. Well, listener, that we will determine in the next episode of Nostalgia. Um, and I hope Donkey Kong Stalgia. Yeah, Donkey Kong Stalgia. <laughs> a whole month of Donkey Kong. <laughs> I hope that you'll join us. Uh, please listen and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening right now. Um, I think that could be iTunes. It could be Google Play. It could be Stitcher. It could be on the website. Great, because the website nostalgicast.com that's n-e-s-t-a-l-g-i-a cast.com 
There, you can find links to the show and the show notes. And uh, lately, I've just been throwing like direct links to other websites that have like really cool stuff on the games we're talking about. And we publish episodes every Friday, so why not come for the ride? Next week's episode, Donkey Kong 3, sure to be an interesting one, if only because of how different it is. Uh, But we'll talk about that when we get there. I'll leave you with that as a tease. I'm Michael Esposito. You can find me on at Esposito Film on Twitter, and I'll talk to you soon.